living security, playing in the cybersecurity space, doing 10 grand a month a year ago, now up to $115,000 a month. So 10X year over year growth. They're currently raising their series A pretty far down that path, targeting five to $8 million raise at north of a 10X revenue multiple. Their economics make so much sense. Even though one fourth of the revenue is professional services in the form of escape rooms, they bring on site to companies to do security training and then upsell the SaaS product. They have a team of 18 people right now, two quota carrying reps, including their first VP of sales and obviously the founder included in there as well. And what's remarkable here is the up sell revenue from the escape room to the software is really high. And that has led to between 300 and 400% net revenue retention annually and a CAC payback period of under six months. Nathan Latka here, guys. And if you're enjoying the podcast, remember there's a premium version with even more. You get early access to episodes. So you would have heard this almost four weeks ago. There's 1,500 searchable transcripts by data points like revenue greater than a million or located in the United States or bootstrap SaaS companies only. If you want to help out right now, head to gitlatka.com or check out the show notes for a link. Your support also helps us to continue to produce high quality shows in the future. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Ashley Rose. As the CEO of Living Security, Ashley is passionate about helping companies build positive security cultures. An adaptable problem solver, she is thoughtful and transparent in our approach to running the company and working with clients toward a singular goal, to reduce risk by making security awareness engaging and quantifiable. Ashley, you ready to take us to the top? Yes, absolutely. So how should we think about this? I mean, are you like a training company? Are you true SaaS, like no before these other kind of security firms? Yeah, so we are a cybersecurity awareness training company, and we are a SaaS company as well. So we train people through SaaS products, um, essentially experiences that are backed by a technology-enabled platform. Interesting. Okay, so so I mean, if you look at last 12 months, just to really understand what you truly are, if you look at kind of training revenue versus true SaaS revenue, what's the split? What percent was SaaS? Yeah, in um, 2019, we were three quarters SaaS revenue, and then we had another uh, portion of our revenue that was services based. Okay, okay, got it. So your majority SaaS, the service to support the SaaS. That's correct. Okay, take us through a customer example so we can understand what the services you deliver and what the SaaSs they pay for. Yeah, so um, we work mostly in the Fortune 1000 enterprise, um, and they are buying training from us that, uh, again, it's delivered through an experience. The experience can either be online or in person, but they're subscribing to a SaaS application to help them run and enable them to um, deliver both types of training. So they are either hosting a cybersecurity escape room. Oh, is that your dog? (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're hosting a cybersecurity we might have to pause these. No, no, no. Bring bring the puppy in. This is great. This right, is this I'll, is I'll go get the puppy. This is how founding life works. We work from home, we work in basements, we work in garages, we work with puppies and babies and husbands and wives. That's how it works. All right. Here's Zoe. <laughs> Zoe. Oh she's my big puppy. That's I was gonna um, say that's not a puppy. She she's is it he or she? She's a girl. She's, she's huge. six months old. She is a puppy, but she's humongous. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So now with Zoe in your lap, tell us about, uh, t- can you tell us the story about a fortune 1000 that used you recently? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, a lot of them look very similar. I'm not going to uh, put any names on there. You can look at our website. Um, can we talk about like mass mutual so or enterprise start off with working with us, with our cybersecurity escape room, mm-hmm. uh, essentially it's an in-person training experience that we actually enable our clients to run continuously throughout the year with a subscription to the platform that manages it. Okay. Um, and then that client, they usually bring, you know, a good portion of their users online. Um, they're getting them trained up throughout the year. They love the experience. They love how 
immersive it is and the feedback. And then we're um, able to cross sell them onto our online platform um, to help them scale that out to more users and remote locations and, you know, with a global audience. Okay. So give me a general sense then once these companies sign up, ignoring the upfront payment for like the secure, the uh, escape room experience on average, really paying you per year to use the technology. So our average um, currently is twenty four thousand per year, and oh, okay. that's for a good portion of their their organization. That's pretty sizable. Okay, yeah. So give me flesh that out. If someone's going to pay you twenty four thousand in SaaS revenue per year, how many people are on the organization typically? What are they getting for that? Yeah, so we um, price per user is between five and twenty dollars per user per year. Um, most of our clients are training between a thousand to three thousand of their users. Um, we do have some larger clients as we work to grow and expand within the accounts that are training their entire enterprise. And then with those clients, we'd be looking at training up ten thousand plus employees as part of their organization. Interesting. Okay, so um, so this is interesting. Take me through the kind of the backline here. When did you guys launch the company? So we launched the company uh, mid-year of 2017. Um, really, we're in market in October. So just over two years old at this point. Okay. And who is we, by the way? You have a couple of co-founders or what's the team look like? Uh, yeah. So myself and my husband, Drew, co-founded the company. We're the uh, two co-founders. Who owns more equity? We're, we're an even 50-50 split. Wow. <laughs> that's a lot of trust, Ashley. That's a lot of trust. <laughs> um, and then from there, we've grown a team. We're actually um, at 18 people right now. Amazing. Okay. So 18 people and have you bootstrapped the company or have you raised? We've raised money. Um, to date we're at around 1.75 raised total. Okay. So, uh, 1,750,000. Was that equity or debt? Uh, equity. Okay. It was all equity. Okay, great. So 18 people and how many customers have you scaled to? We are at 58, so okay. almost 60 licensed customers. Um, those people are licensed on our escape room platform and our online training platform. Okay. Are they all on both or are some of them only on one? Um, yeah, so we have the portion that would be on one or the other, and then there's a handful, um, that are on both and we're seeing more clients who are leveraging both products now. Okay. How many are just on the SaaS platform? Well, well, they could be on both, but how many are on the SaaS at least? So it's a 50, 50 split between, uh, SaaS and escape room. And then also the escape room platform. Okay. So what does that mean? Um, so so 50% of those are only on our escape room platform. The other 50% are either on just SAS or SAS and escape room. Oh, I see. Okay. So 30 are on SAS and escape room together. And then another, like call it 28 ish, uh, are just escape room. Correct. The ones that just do the escape room, why don't they upgrade to the, to the software? So at this point, the software is a little bit newer of a product um, and it's, the escape room is a little bit more unique. And so a lot of clients that were coming in the door and having conversations with, um, they have something that they're already leveraging for the compliance or checkbox training. And so they're really looking for something more immersive and outside the box. So they love getting started with that in person. It's just unique, something they've never seen before. Once we're able to get in the door and form those relationships with those clients and able to show them that there is an impact and we can bring this into a digital experience, that's where we're seeing the upgrade and the upsell come from. Okay, I see. Okay, so can I do the math? 30 customers, $2,000 a month or $24,000 ACV. That's like what, you're past $60,000 a month in terms of pure SaaS revenue? Yes. Uh, well, so our, our escape room platform is also managed by a SaaS application. So the license to that is um, is also SaaS revenue. We have another portion of revenue on top of that that's service based. We're living securities hosting the training. If that makes sense. Okay. So if I if I asked you, um, I understand there's a dual model here, but if I just asked you what you when you guys track internally what your true monthly recurring revenue is right now, what would you say? How would you respond? 
Uh, we're over 115 at this point total. Okay, so 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 that's north of obviously the 60. So you're including the escape room license platform in there as well. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Okay, so so um, take us forward a little bit. I mean, you've raised capital. Um, we met through a mutual connection, Pat Matthews, that runs Active Capital. I'm an LP in the fund, so I know a little bit about the company. But I mean, I imagine VCs must hit you all the time and say, Ashley quit this escape room nonsense. It's low margin. It's difficult to scale. Just focus on SaaS. If that's true, how do you respond? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple things that um, actually, you know, the escape room has um, done a lot of really amazing things for us. And so the escape room service, as I mentioned, where living security comes in the door and hosts, um, it has high margins. It also helps us to get our foot in the door and build a relationship with the client. But we're also seeing those clients not only be retained, but also buying more services and product from us. And so there's a, a positive conversion or them purchasing something that's an annual subscription license after a service. Um, you know, same thing with our escape room platform. It's actually recurring revenue. They're buying a year license revenue for each, you know, each user seat. And we're seeing recurring um, retention and upsells on that as well. Again, having high margins with both of these. And so uh, it's something that's unique. The market has honestly like pulled us in that direction. When we first started, we thought at some point maybe we would drop it. But um, people just can't get enough of this, you know, really immersive in-person experience that we're offering. So talk to, you just talked about upsell and churn a little bit. When you look at the past 12 months, what has gross churn been on a revenue basis before upsells? Yeah. So, uh, we, we've only had 1% uh, net revenue churn and then, uh, we have over 300% net revenue retention. So people that are buying something from us, they're, they're loving it and they're buying much more of it. Okay. So hold on. So break that down for me. So to get to 300% net revenue retention, that's made up of two numbers, gross revenue churn, and then you add back all the upsells. Right. So So 1% revenue churn, gross revenue churn, and then over another, I think it was 312% uh, and growth, uh, expansion, expansion. Yeah. And that expansion is not including new customer signups. That's just upgrades from historical accounts. That's correct. Okay. Amazing. And that 1% gross churn number, is that monthly revenue churn or annual? Uh, total annual. Well, okay. Amazing. So you basically have no revenue churn, 300% year over year expansion on the accounts for like, you know, I mean, that puts you at like 400% net revenue retention at this point. Uh, yeah, I think somewhere in the mid 300, 300 to 400. Okay. So that, I mean, that's pretty remarkable. I mean, uh, most SaaS companies at this kind of stage don't see those kinds of economics. What's the number one thing you're upselling against year over year where you got that 300% growth from historical accounts? Is it number of seats or something else? So it's number of seats and it's also the cross sell from the escape room platform over to the online and the digital training platform. Okay. What's the, you, you talked to us about what the average cost on the SaaS was about 24,000 a year. What's these typical escape room license cost? So um, our price per user seat is actually really comparable, five to 20. Um, we're starting with a smaller amount of users uh, with the escape room. So generally like we're going in and doing, you know, a thousand to 2000 users on that one. Um, but then we're charging more. So we're averaging out at the 24K. Uh, the larger expanded accounts on our online platform are over six figures. Okay. And this has allowed you again to get to about 115,000 monthly recurring revenue today. Where were you exactly a year ago? Do you remember? Yeah, a year ago, um, we were just over 10K in MRR. So we've seen over a 10X uh, growth from January 2019 to 2020. That's pretty, I mean, that's a pretty impressive story. Are you raising capital now or are you good to go for a while? 
So we are raising capital. Um, we're pretty far progressed in our Series A round of funding. We have some VCs that are really excited to partner with this with us on this. So mm. we're excited to um, you know be able to take the growth that we've uh, accomplished for next year and then expand it out even further. How much are you hoping to raise in the Series A? Uh, we're looking between five and eight. And and why are those the right numbers? How'd you guys come up with that? Yeah. So, um, you know, we looked at the customer acquisition costs and our unit economics that we had in 2019 and then what our projection and goals were to get to the next phase of growth for us going into 2020 and 2021. Um, we think between five and eight million, we can take that in the door and we can actually get to cash flow positive. OK, how much are you burning right now? Like a lot or a little? No, not very much. Like less than 10K a month? It's right around there, give or take. Oh, OK, that's not horrible. And that's net, not gross, right? Obviously. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So five to 8 million are doing call 1.5 million in run rate right now. I mean, you have a great story here, 10 X year over year growth. You seem pretty convincing. What valuation are going to try and get pre money on this? Oh, I'm not sure that I'm ready to talk about that. <laughs> can you talk about, can you talk about a range on that? Right. So like five to 10 X multiple, are you in that range? Uh, we're looking at higher than a 10 X multiple. Okay. Higher than a 10 X multiple. Okay. So let me ask you another question here, right? Um, you have a great story, right? 10 grand a month to 115,000 a month. You can probably go out and get a really great valuation above 10 X right now. So that'd be above a $10 million valuation raising, you know, five to eight. The, the tricky thing is, is let's say you are so convincing you raise at a really high valuation. There's then real pressure to grow into that valuation. Otherwise you risk a down round ratchet causes liquidation preferences. Does that make you nervous at all? So, um, I mean, when you talk about it like that, <laughs> but um, I mean, we feel really confident in our growth from what we've seen last year, our pipeline building through 2019, 2020 is looking to be an awesome year, even, you know, not even halfway into January, we've, um, you know, we're already going to be exceeding our goals for this quarter. So we're really excited. We believe the market's growing at an insanely fast rate. There's a huge opportunity for us. And there's a lot of people, not only in North America, but worldwide that need the the products and the solutions that we're offering. So yeah, less less so nervous, but more excited. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Now, to get a new twenty four thousand dollars a year account, uh, what are you? What's your all in CAC on that? Is it is it the same price? So a year long payback, or is it something different? Yeah, so we're at about a fifty percent uh, year payback, so around a six month payback period. So just around that ten ish thousand. And where are you spent? So to get a new customer paying twenty four thousand a year, you'll spend kind of ten to twelve thousand dollars. Where are you spending that money? Where are your marketing costs going? Yeah, so we have a mixed approach between events marketing and then inbound marketing through like digital SEO and content marketing. Um, we also run a direct sales model right now. And so there's costs that go into that. Um, events for us are, have been a really fantastic uh, lead generation. Can you name um, one? We're able to essentially trade services. So we come in, bring our escape room on site. So we found that to be a good way to get our to generate awareness about what we're doing. Um, but we're actually seeing about 50% of our new customers come through our website. Okay, interesting. Tell me real quick um, an event that that worked really well for you in 2019. Yeah, um, so we do a lot of regional cybersecurity uh, themed uh, conferences. Uh, and so RMISC, which is Rocket, Rocky Mountain Information Security Conference, has been great. Info Wait, say that a little slower. RMIS. RMISC, so the Rocky Mountain Information Security Conference. Ooh, okay. Got it. That does well um, for you. Yeah, a lot of regional events where people are coming to learn. Um, you know, it's the right kind of buyer persona, the right market for us, which is director level and above. Um, and we're, you know, interfacing with these potential buyers for 30 minutes at a time as they're coming through and experiencing essentially a demo of what we can provide for their company. Uh-huh. Tell me real quick about the direct sales model. How many quota carrying sales rep do you guys have right now of the, of the team of 18, you said? 
So we have one outside of the founding team. So, you know, we've been selling up till this point, but we have another one that's carrying a quota and he's taking butt. Uh, we actually just brought on a VP of sales this month and we're going to be looking to him to help grow our team and help scale out our, our direct Will sales. he also carry, I mean, people struggle with this when they hire their first VP of sales. Is he responsible for a quota or is he only managing the one sales rep? He's responsible for full team quota. So anything, okay. any difference between the sales rep and then what we're looking to hit for um, for the team, he would be responsible for making up. And then he'll also be responsible for growing the team. Interesting. Um, a lot of people are not quite sure how to set up their pro formas for their first salesperson hire. What I mean by that is what to set the quota target at relative to like their, their full earnings. How did you guys think about how to compensate your first sales rep? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a lot of back and forth uh, with Pat. He was involved with that as well as some of the VCs that we're working with. And then I really worked hand in hand with our VP of sales hire. Um, he comes from, you know, SaaS uh, companies in the past where he's worked. And so um, he had a lot of insight and we just looked at historicals and what our company goals were for the next year and then kind of fit all the numbers together. Mm-hmm. Can you give me a general range? So is that quota set at north or, uh, at north or south of like 500 grand in new ARR for that one rep? Oh, for the, the one rep. In, just the um, one. Just north. Yeah. Okay. Just north. Okay. So fair enough. So somewhere between 500 and a million bucks is what that, that rep is expected to land in 2020. That's correct. Interesting. Okay. Um, and you said he's doing well. So I assume you feel really good about him being on track to do that. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, will you increase quota? Um, not at this point. I think we're, <laughs> we're feeling really confident about where we are. So your VP of sales feels like you can go hire more sales rep at those same kind of economics. That's correct. Yeah, which makes sense if you want to go then raise money to do some of that. Yes. Very cool. Okay, uh, so that makes sense. Um, we talked a lot about growth. We talked about um, valuation. We talked about how you're thinking about raising. We talked about CAC. Um, are you, I mean, so are you able to go in and using this on-person escape room concept win over people that are using other cybersecurity solutions right now, like Malwarebytes, Nobi4? I mean, there's a bunch of them out there. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, one of the things we've done really well is just developing really the relationship with the enterprise, building trust with them and being able to show value in the initial product that we've delivered. And so we are seeing now um, opportunities to rip and replace some of these competitors. And it's exciting for us. And we're seeing positive results from people on the online training and getting user feedback that they you know, love this so much more than any other training they've done in the past. Yep. Last question I have for you before we wrap up, you said 50% of your new signups are coming directly from your website that it go, works together with your two other channels, direct sales with your quota carrying rep and your event management stuff or your event kind of sponsor stuff on the stuff coming through the website. You have a pop-up that basically says, Hey, get a free cybersecurity card game. Does that work? It does. That's actually our biggest, uh, form submission Stop. on our website. No, okay. people love getting things through direct mail. Give me, conver- so give me conversion rate. Give me conversion rate. If 100 people hit that pop-up, how many of them will put an email in? If they hit the pop-up, um, I don't have the exact number. I'd probably say it's like 20 to 25% we're getting an email. That's amazing. Okay, because you're also then, okay, so then you're also getting an address after that, correct? Uh, yes. And so then after that, they get an automated email and then they have to submit their address and then we send out the card game. What does the card game cost you to produce? Uh, I think it's about five to $7 at this point when we bought like larger packs and then, yeah. And then obviously just shipping on top of that. That's a pretty cheap CAC for someone that could be worth 24 grand a year. Yeah. We love the card game and we're kind of thinking right now, like what's the next card game, but it's still working. So we haven't changed it up. I love that. (laughs) All right, Ashley, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Uh, something I'm finishing up right now, the hard thing about hard things by Ben Horowitz. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? 
Uh, Jason Lumpkin. Number, faster. yeah, number three. What's your favorite online tool for building your company? I love HubSpot, um, but in Bato, I also love getting their their digital files. <laughs> <laughs> number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Oh, I'm an eight hour girl. I have to get eight hours of sleep. <laughs> That's great. Now you mentioned your husband, so I assume you're married. Any kiddos? We have three kids. Three, oh my gosh, three, you guys are busy. Yes, very busy. They're uh, five, seven, and 12 though. So they're all in school and it wow. makes, makes things a little bit easier. Okay, and then do you mind me asking how old you are? I'm 32. 32. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old uh, self knew? Yeah, I had to think about this one. I don't think I would have listened to anything that I said to myself at 20, but probably the one thing would just be what I thought mattered then doesn't really matter at all. So, um, but yeah, nothing nothing too extreme. Guys, <laughs> living security, playing the cybersecurity space, doing 10 grand a month a year ago, now up to $115,000 a month. So 10X year over year growth. They're currently raising their Series A pretty far down that path, targeting five to $8 million raise and north of a 10X revenue multiple. Their economics make so much sense. Even though one fourth of their revenue is professional services in the form of escape rooms, they bring on site to companies to do security training and then upsell the SaaS product. They have a team of 18 people right now, two quota carrying reps, including their first VP of sales, and obviously the founder included in there as well. And what's remarkable here is the upsell revenue from the escape room to the software is really high. And that has led to between 300 and 400% net revenue retention annually and a CAC payback period of under six months. Ashley, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.